0: The first question I've got for you You had a, a playing career Where you were highly regarded At, at Falkirk You were highly regarded At, at Hibbs as well But I have to ask you About Brian Clough And your Nottingham Forest days Because you were down there When they won two League Cups What was it like Working under the great man Cloughy?
1: Well it was an experience You know an experience That you never ever forget And one that you'll You'll always cherish And you'll always remember About the stories And about Just The the presence of the man, you know, I, I was uh, in awe of him when I first met him. I'd not ever seen him on the TV, uh, until the opportunity to work with him. I had the opportunity to join other clubs, but when Don and Forrest came in, and obviously with Brian Clough, the manager, that was, that's where I was going, and I made the right decision. It was just, it was an amazing time in my life, an amazing time in my career, and I learned so much. It was just, you know, the quality of players we had, the standard, the, the training, the, the matches. You know, it was just it was fantastic It was a, a dream come true
0: I've got to ask you about the goal against Arsenal Because Forest fans still talk about that to this day
1: Ah, uh, they do, you know And I've, there's been a few things about it And uh, I've been doing it on the, on the ground as a guest a few times And everybody always asks the question And, you know, I see it on Twitter And we re it actually for BBC Nottingham When I was at Inverness, there was a here, And it was just fantastic, you know And it's... I keep saying it, you know, Forrest had, Forrest had never beaten Arsenal in the FA Cup before. Uh, I see they've run them this year again, so they've, uh, they've never beat, they'd never beat them before. We went to Highbury, and Paul Wilkinson put us 1-0 up, and then I was fortunate enough to get the second goal, where, to be fair, it was a brilliant pass with Nigel Clough, and, you know, I was through one-on-one with John Lukic, and I, I, I just chipped him, you know, and it is it's, it's something that gives me great... Fantastic memories, and the, the Forest fans never forever forget that. And it, it's just brilliant. It's just brilliant for me.
0: Younger uh, fans and followers of football, I know you more as an assistant manager and as a manager. But as I say, in your playing career, highly regarded at several clubs. What are your highlights from your playing career overall? Well, uh,
1: playing career. I loved my time at Forest, you know, the games we played in, the the big games, I scored against Liverpool, I scored against Arsenal, you know, I got a few goals in there, Uh, just coming back, playing for Hibs, you know, breaking into the team with Hibs, with (coughs) some real good players and some real good characters, Alan Ruff, Ralph Callaghan, Jackie McNamara, you know, real good professionals in learning your trade, just training every day, a schoolboy's dream to be a football player. Uh, we won the youth league when I was at Hibs. It was a brilliant league. You know, Celtic had good players. Alan Markinalli, for example, played with United. It was a real, real top league, and we won it. And only two has got kept on full time. So, you know, that, that was a big achievement for me to get a contract. But yeah, playing for Scotland under 21s. You know, playing in the almost Scottish team ever to win a European Championship. Uh, we won under 18. European Championship in Finland. I played in that in that team. So wonderful memory. And then obviously coming back to Falkirk, where I had a, I had a brilliant time at Falkirk and winning leagues there. And going we on to be, you know, successful
0: there as a team. And then obviously going into management now. When you look at that Fall Cup team yourself, John Hughes, Davy Weir, Ian McCall, um, and, and some of the others that went out to coaching and management. Kevin McCall, aye, I know. What, what, what was incredible. it about that squad? that Was it just a squad of natural leaders and that's kind of maybe shown in your career paths after you retire?
1: Well there was a lot of leaders in the in the not as many nutters, loads That's of it. nutters, you know. And it's just it just was it was a brilliant team spirit and Jim Jeffries and Billy Brown, they created that. They created that. We we self governed, you know, we we didn't need told what to do in the dressing room, we didn't you know we just we knew what was required and with some brilliant leaders in there, you know, and it with a magic squad, it was it was tight, everybody was. was you know, we're all pals with one another, we all fought, fought for each other. I mean, at one stage we had Frank and Morris Johnson playing for us. You know, boys like say uh, Davey Weir, Neil Oliver, Tommy McQueen. Loads of boys that had been in England. You know, Richard Cadet, Tommy McQueen, myself, Joe McLaughlin, Yogi, uh, Alec Taylor, Eddie May. You know, we have loads of boys who had a lot of experience playing in England and then came back to play for Falkirk. You know, and Jim Jeffries just had an eye for a player and Billy Brown, the two of them, they travelled the country down south, looking at players all the time, and, you know, Tony Parks and Goals, you know, I watched them playing for Spurs, and probably the the UEFA Cup final, saving penalties, and Joe McLaughlin, captain of Chelsea, coming to play for Falkirk, you know. It just was, it was a wonderful, wonderful time.
0: In terms of the, the transition into coaching um, You obviously worked with Ian McCall But you worked for many years At several clubs with John Hughes And I know John quite well And his exact words And I told him I'd tell you this I said, I'm speaking to Brian, Brian Rice tomorrow And he said, he will put you to sleep So what do you say to that? <laughs> <coughs> That's
1: because for me and him talk It's just football We, we lived out of each other's pockets For 14, 16 hours a day Six days a week You know, we were a married couple We went together everywhere We, we travelled we go to, Jim Jeffries has always told us, if you're going to be somebody, go and watch them. Go by yourself and watch them, I and that's what we done. We were always travelling down south, two or three times a week. And you know, the two's have got the same same ideas in football. We lived together up in Inverness, and it's just total football. I know what he's think before he says it, and he knows exactly what I'm thinking. You know, it's it's like telepathic. And we we talk for hours and end, and it's. How's the family? Aye, alright, right, let's go now about the football now. And then it's just football, football, football. The two is live, eat, breathe football. And when you've somebody like that to bounce it off, you know, it, it, it's easy. It's easy, you know, and it's, you know, he has ideas, I have ideas. and I mean, We work fantastically well as a, a pair, we really do.
0: In terms of those Falkirk gears, you obviously win the First Division, get into the top flight, you reach a Scottish Cup final as well together. What was that Falkirk team like Because you mentioned Your Falkirk team And some of the players That you attracted Alongside you When you were playing But you had the likes Of Russell Latipi um, Neil McCann Came in for a spell You had some really Established pros That were willing to join you At Falkirk as a team
1: Yeah well You've just mentioned A couple there I mean you, you could have Thrown in the Jackie McNamara Burton O'Brien You know uh, Lee Bullen And then With the young With the young team We had Scobie We had Arfield We had Mitchell uh, with Mark Stewart. You know, it was a brilliant mixture. And it was, the key to it was the good professionals we had. The good professionals set examples. Neil McCann, Jackie McNamara, Stephen Presley was on the bench for the cup final. You know, and we went to Holland a lot. We, we recruited pretty Holland. We had a couple of Dutch players playing with us. We had Spanish players playing with us. We had loads of players for Arsenal playing for us, eventually. Uh, Stokes, Craig, O'Donnell, Bra- uh, Bradley... Um, so <clears throat> the team we had for the cup final was a fantastic mixture and these young players were coming through and training with good players every single day made them better and better and we've always found that throw them in with the first team throw them in and fast track them and that's exactly what we had. it just was a brilliant time and we coached them and we coached them and we coached them and we coached them so that everybody knew what it would doing
0: in terms of Latifi, how did how did you handle him from your perspective? Because when I spoke to John, he was he was talking about Russell being that sort of character that when he was in the mood, he could do anything. So you maybe had to give him just that wee bit of extra leeway from time to time.
1: You build your team around about him, <clears throat> you know. You look at what he can do, and it far 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 outweighs what he cannot do, you know. So you just build your team around about him and get good players around about him uh, and get players that will game the ball and, and run, run for him, do the running for him. But, what a talent. Unbelievable. I'm talking unbelievable. He came when he was 35, 36, and he was absolutely sensational. And that's what I was talking about, the young ones learning off the good ones. I'm not saying the best habits in the world, because we know he didn't, but he all the talent in the world. And if you ever interview people like uh, Scott Arfield and that, they'll tell you how much they learned through Russell and Tabby. Just to have him in a fall shot at that time, you know, with goal scorers With Daryl Duffy Alan Gow Andy Thompson Smashing goals And all the time And Russell was The architect Of many of these goals
0: In terms of the success At Falkirk It earns Both you and John The move to Hibs How do you reflect Back in that time Because I think you personally Were harshly Treated Considering the, the First season That you had there
1: I think it was Extremely harsh Especially on John Not so much for myself On John Because we had the options to go to other clubs you know but John John Hibs was his team you know he's he's a Leith boy he was captain at Hibs he had good success at Hibs even though I'd played with Hibs they weren't really my team I played there Uh, so I could understand why John wanted to go to Hibs and I mean we had a fantastic first season fantastic first season I think up until November December time we were top of the league and I mean you're talking about Celtic and Rangers were both in the league you know Rangers were in the league at the time and with goals flying and I think between Stokesy, eh, Nash and Red and with some like fifty odd goals between them that season. you know, and it was the exciting brandy football, Liam Miller eh, playing as well. Uh eh, young Paul Hanlem come through as a kid, Lewis Stevens, Saul Bamba, You know, we 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 eh, Zamama, Benjamin, with a fantastic squad and we qualified for Europe, you know, and we drew a real good team in Maribor. Then the second season didn't start too well six, seven games and they made a change which I think it's absolutely criminal what they've done to John absolutely criminal because he would have kicked that club right on he would have kicked them on he, he was hips through and through and through and never left any stone and tongue, but they decided to make a change uh, very, very, very harsh in my opinion
0: In terms of that relationship with John, you obviously join him at at Inverness, Caledonian Thistle a wee bit later than than when he initially goes in there. What was it like moving up to Inverness? Because I know obviously you've worked with John Robertson as well and he said Inverness is a great place. But one of the frustrations for him was trying to maybe sign a player that's got a family they maybe don't often want to relocate. So how did you find that?
1: We used to look for players that weren't married. We used to look for, you know, we used to try try and look for players that, that never had a family or weren't married, you know, to make it easier than us. Now, you might find that strange, but John, John Robertson's right, it is difficult to, for, for families to relocate. And players are at their best when they're happy. And some players are only happy when they've got the family around about them. So we never had a problem recruiting. Me and him do. We've always done the recruiting at every club we've been. You know, we just go and do it ourselves We used to be on the road Six, seven hours a time Disney mark us But we had a fantastic time I stayed with him in Inverness The two shared the house You know, and it was just total football All the time
0: And in terms of Inverness When when John leaves You you stay on to help Richie Foran um, when, when he takes over And, and obviously Robbo for a period of time as well What was that like Considering you were so used to Being in a sort of partnership with John For all those years?
1: You well, know, I wanted to leave. I wanted to leave as well. I, I thought about leaving because, you know, I went there because of John. You know, that's the reason I went, because of John. But he spoke to me and he says, no, you need to stay. You need to stay and keep working. Uh, you you need to do that for your your own self and for your family. So John told me to do that. So I did. I stayed. And it's very, it's, it's just different not way. Because I've worked with him for that long. I've worked with him for about 11, 12 years at that stage. And you just get into a routine. You know exactly what he's doing. You don't need him to tell me and then I don't need to tell him anything. We just know we're looking at one another. And then you've just got to go and form a relationship with, with, with your, new, your new gaffer. And we've done that. I've done that. i just got on with it. You know, because I'm at my best when I'm on the coaching field. There's no doubt. When I'm on coaching, I'm at my happiest. I'm at my best doing that. And, and that's my strength. And... I, th- I think these These new coaches Recognised it When they came in Because they kept me on
0: In terms of Your next move You have a short spell At St Mirren Before taking on The Hamilton job As as head coach D- Had you always wanted To be a manager In your own right?
1: Never Never ever Did I ever want To be a manager uh, Saying that When John was a manager You know he, he gave me so much Responsibility And trusted me It was like Being a manager, manager At times You know But no, to use the term head coach or manager, I never, ever wanted to be a manager. I was absolutely double. I was absolutely happy with what I was doing, being the number two and amongst the players, doing the coaching, doing the training, along with John, along with him. It was not only me, but it gave me loads of responsibility and loads of freedom to go and do my drills, do my sessions, do my coaching. So I thought this was fantastic. I didn't need to deal with media. I didn't need to deal with boards. I didn't need to deal with agents. It was brilliant. But Hamilton came along and I'd known, the, I'd known the owners there and the chairman and all that for 30 years. I used to work with them at Clyde. And I knew the model at Hamilton. it knows me. Knows my passions coaching. My, my passions developing players. Uh, developing young players. giving them a pathway. And that was Hamilton's model before. They sort of got away with it, away from that. And when I spoke to the the board and the owners, they wanted to get back to what Hamilton were renowned for. And it fitted exactly what I was looking for. And I had to think about it because, you know, I love my job. I love my job being the number two. But I just thought, look, I'm getting to an age now, I think it was 55. If I don't take this opportunity now, it might never ever come along. And because of the relationship I had with the owners and the chairman and that I thought this is the ideal opportunity This is the ideal club for me Their model was something that excited me And that's the reason I went
0: And in terms of Hamilton as a whole You keep the club in the division for a couple of seasons You have some massive wins including the win at Ibrooks, Which was, was quite famous at the time What are your highlights from your time there overall?
1: Well, obviously, we were the last team to win at Ibrox in, a, in a, a league game. Nobody's won there since, you know. Uh, but wait some. we went to Aberdeen and won. Hearts never beat us in any, any of the whatever amount of games we played them. We had a fantastic record in the Derby matches. Uh, we, we played the firm and Drew the Rangers at home and went to Celtic. It took them a long time. 94th man, Scott Brown scores a winner against us. Just, nah, it was just great because I was introducing young players all the time all the time and trying to give them a pathway trying to get them a career and just working with the kids here who were fantastic and it was just a brilliant club and it was a brilliant brilliant experience for me you know it was a great grounding for me and hopefully one that gives me the experience if I get into another job you know I've already been there I know the pitfalls and I'm a you know I've learnt from it
0: I was I was at the game uh, Covering it when Young Andy Winton Makes his debut Scottish Cup against yeah, City Yeah w- w- When when you look at Young players like that I mean You weren't scared to throw him in At the age I think he was 17 at the time I mean yeah, Is that yeah. something that No matter where you go next Or do in the future That if someone's good enough They'll get the chance Regardless of their age
1: I keep going back to myself As a 17 year old Very old Gave me my debut Very old Gave me my debut And I never, ever forget that. I never forget that. I don't, it doesn't matter to me in the age. It doesn't matter. See if they're good enough. See if they're training properly and they're living their life properly. I'll give them the opportunity because somebody to give me an opportunity. And I find it's it's my job. It's my job and it's what I want to do. I want to give these kids a chance in life. I want to give them a pathway. I want to give them a career. Uh, And it's my job to improve them. And to give them every opportunity to do this. So it uh, doesn't matter to me the age, and not in the slightest does it matter.
0: One of the things, and I've spoken to, to you about this in person, um I, I really admired when you talked about some of the struggles you had off the park. I've been open to I struggle with yeah. my own mental health from time to time and right. I think that was I think that was very brave of you to do. I think the way that you went public with that was something that was admired across Scottish football and even wider because there's so much debate about obviously gambling culture and football yeah. and whether they should be allowed to sponsor leagues or jerseys or whatever. In yeah. terms of the support that you had from that, is that something that you're you're glad in hindsight that you were able to come forward and say? Because as I say, I think it definitely sparked a lot of conversations that needed to be had.
1: I had I had fantastic support, especially from Hamilton, especially Colin McGowan at Hamilton, especially for the, the board at Hamilton, the fans at Hamilton, the players at Hamilton, but to the brother The brother football's world, the football family, especially in Scotland and in England. Uh, The support I received, you know, was amazing, absolutely amazing. I would get three, four hundred emails, messages, I replied to every single one. You know, some were very uh, kind in their words, other ones weren't so kind. But you've got to take the good with the bad. You know, I've done wrong. You know, I paid the price. But I'm glad I've done it. Would I do it again? Of course I'll do it again. I will hold my hands up again, definitely, because it's changed my life. It's changed me as a person. It's changed my family's life. It's changed everything for me. And my, my goal now is to help other people. You know, I am a football coach, a football manager, whatever way you want to put it. But I've got another role in life to help people that's got that problem that I had. And my phone's always there for anybody wants to phone me with because I will help them, Because I needed help And people gave me help And going public Is the best thing I've ever
0: done in my life That's, I love hearing that Because as I say You deserve that support Given your your record Within the game As, as so many players That I've spoken to John and others Have said about you as well So no, oh, what, Thanks I, very much I appreciate that And the the last main question I've got um, For you Brian you, you left Hamilton In August 2021 Are you hoping To get back Into the game soon And, and what will Any club that takes you on Get from you When you go in there
1: well, what clubs will get me is a better manager. You know, they'll get me as a better person. Uh, and one thing they always get at me is 100% every single day. I've got a saying, hard work's my best pal. You know, I don't shy for hard work. It doesn't matter to me. You know, I've got a job to do. Uh, and I get every, anything I do in life, I get 100%. I get everything I've got so that I can walk away or I can go to bed at night and think, I couldn't have done any more there. You know. Uh, do I want to get back in? Of course I want to get back in. I've, I've been in professional football for nearly 42 years. year. Uh, it's in my blood. I'm still up at half past five in the morning. I'm still keeping to the same routine so that whenever anything does come along, if it does come along, I don't need to make too many changes. I still go to every game. I'm doing loads of work on the radio, the football and that. It gives me a focus. It gives me something to... To, uh, I to focus on really, you know, doing research, doing homework on it all. I go to every game. I go to a different types of game. I'm still looking at players. My life's not changed. It's just that I'm not involved with a club. My life hasn't changed that way. I'm still going to games. I'm helping clubs out but looking at players, looking at teams, and I'm, I'm also doing it for myself in case I, I ever get back in. So we'll dive down to the
0: ocean, and we'll make our home in a deep sea cave. Shells will all be open They'll be filled with song They'll be filled with song We'll dive down to the ocean And we'll make her home in a deep sea cave And shells
1: will all be open They'll be filled with song They'll be filled with song